What is going on, everybody out in this beautiful world? Let's put a smile on that face. That was that was a weird, like, get um, I, I I honestly I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, today I want to talk about the Joker. It's been long enough for y'all motherfuckers to have seen the movie, so this whole thing is a spoiler alert. All right. So let's uh let's dive right into that. Alright, so today I was talking with one of my friends and uh tell him about the Joker and try not to spoil it and he told me I should do a podcast about the Joker movie and here I am. So thank you. Um where do I start? Alright, so the movie was fucking amazing, right? beginning to end it locks you in it's not the type of movie you'd normally expect from a comic book movie it's very uh it's paced very well and it's um i want to say psychological but i don't at the same i mean it is it's it's a mind fuck the whole movie's a mind fuck honestly um because the narrator of the film is the Joker, right? Joker's the narrator. And he's basically, you know, we're along for the ride in his origin, right? His name is Arthur Fleck. Uh, he's an inspiring comedian. Um, he works as a sign flipper dressed as a clown. Um, his mother always told him to bring happiness into the world and he's off. He's a little off. He's, uh, malnourished. Um, he has a disorder where he laughs uncontrollably when he's anxious or, you know, when, when things are just, you know, too much to, you know, just he lasted the wrong moments. Um, I should have looked that up, but I didn't. Anyway, we're moving on. Um, so this is a real condition. Um, people do have it. Um, it's rare, but people do have it. So he, the film starts off, and he's basically. Flipping a sign dressed as a, a clown. Sign gets stolen. He uh, chases the kids. You know, he's wearing clown shoes, so it's hard for him to run. And he's, you know, screaming out to people to stop the kids who stole the sign because if, if he doesn't get it, it's coming out of his paycheck and shit like that, right? Um, so the kids make a left and go into an alley, and he follows suit. He goes into the alley and he sees some of the kids standing towards the end of the alley. He's running towards them. He's asking about his sign and just to give it back. He doesn't want any trouble and just bang, hit with the sign. Then the kids start kicking the shit out of him and that's it. Like they just fucking jump this guy for no fucking reason. They run his pockets. Um, welcome to Gotham. So, later on, he goes back 
to his job and uh, one of the guys he's working with tells him, listen, I heard that uh, you got jumped the other day. Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just some kids, this, that, and the third, and whatever. So the guy, hand, he's like, you got to protect yourself. And he gives him a gun, a revolver, right? So he's, he's you know, kind of hesitant to take the gun, but uh, the guy's like, you don't have to tell anybody, just take it, you know, just protect yourself. So he takes a gun with him. Um, he's, you know, he goes back home. He lives with his mom. He's taking care of his mom. Uh, weird fucking relationship with his fucking mom. Um, he bathes her. He sleeps in the same bed as her. He fucking watches talk show with her. The guy smokes like a chimney too. Um, sits in a house smoking a cigarette watching the TV and shit and uh, it's just fucking it's 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 such a build up and uh, you kind of towards the beginning you feel for him like you like this guy's you know got the world against him like he's on the bus in the beginning of the movie as well um and a kid looks at him. So he starts making funny faces to the kid. And he's just being a guy. Like, you know, joking around with the kid. He's not talking bad to the kid. He's not, you know, doing anything to the kid. He's just sitting in the backseat. The kid's looking at him. So he makes a funny face. You know what I mean? So then the mom turns and she tells him to leave the fucking kid alone you know, whatever, and he starts laughing uncontrollably, and she's like, the fuck is wrong with this guy, right, he takes out a card, and it explains the disorder he has, and that he laughs uncontrollably, and you know, whatever, whatever, right, but anyway, so when he gets back to his uh, apartment building, he gets to the elevator, and uh, someone screams out to hold the door, and a woman walks in and she has her kid with her and she kind of the little girl is just you know asking questions and talking and talking and talking and she's like yeah yeah uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah just like little kids do right parent just nods and yes and yes uh-huh yeah mm-hmm, exactly yeah and she looks at arthur and she puts her two fingers to the side of her head like she's going to blow her brains out. Right? So, they leave the elevator on the same floor. Arthur screams out to her. And she's like, what? And he just like kind of stares at her for a second. And then he puts his fingers to his head and blows his brains out. Or makes the motion, right? So... He goes to the apartment where his mom's at, his apartment. They talk, you know, whatever, whatever. Then he has this wild fantasy. Like, this is how bonkers this guy is. Like, he has this wild fantasy on the talk show that he was there in a crowd. And he told the guy that, you know, he's he never met his father. He takes care of his mom. And he lives at home. And this, that, and the third. 
And the guy that's the talk show host is Robert De Niro. And he's like, oh, well, after a story like that, you got to come down here and uh, talk. You know, come down here, come down here. So he goes down to Robert De Niro and uh, he gives him a hug. And De Niro's like, I never had my father either. Now look where I'm at. This, that, the third. Anything is possible. Whatever. So he goes to work the next day, right? He snaps out of that delusion and just goes to bed, goes to work the next day and uh, gets called into the office and they tell him, listen, we gotta let you go. It's not working out. So he gets pissed, he leaves. He's in clown makeup. He's riding the train. I'm mixing some of this shit up, but whatever. He's riding the train and uh, there's three guys in suits, right? On the train. Nighttime. Um, girl sitting there by herself late, late night um, Joker, you know Arthur sitting there and uh, the guys are kind of like one of the guys is flirting with the girl and she wants nothing to do with it so then he starts being sexual with the girl, right? And then it just turns into something that could end up being, you know, rape. So it's an uncomfortable situation. Arthur starts to laugh and he starts to laugh uncontrollably. And it sounds like a crazy laugh. And they ask him, what the fuck are you laughing at? And he's trying to get out of his mouth. He's like, nothing, nothing. And, you know, he's just laughing and laughing and trying to hold it in. And it just keeps bursting out of his mouth. He can't hold it in. And the girl gets up and she walks by him she looks at him and she keeps walking she goes into the next car and the guys just start you know fucking with him and fucking with him and fucking with him and he's trying to explain that he has a disorder they don't want nothing to hear hear about it they, they want to hear a joke and they want him to make them laugh and this that and the third and I think I remember one of the guys coming at him with a knife that's when he pulled the revolver and shot the guy fucking dead right there on the train. Then he shot another guy. Another guy ran to the next cart and he's kind of looking at him, waiting for him to see if he gets off and whatnot. And at this point, he's just a different person in this moment, right? And he, they both get off and he unloads the rest of the gun in this guy, right? Then he runs to a fucking bathroom and he's washing his hands and he just starts doing like this dance like the dancing clown and this is pretty much where he makes you know that that transition like he's like okay I got away with it whatever whatever so later on that night he goes home his mom's watching the news they start talking about these three guys these three business guys, young men, good men, you know, whatever. And uh, Thomas Wayne, which is Bruce Wayne's dad, uh, he's talking and he's saying that uh, it's so sad to watch these three lives gone so soon. They had such potential and uh, they were murdered by this clown, right? Because like I said, the girl saw him. So, the crazy shit is, he didn't, you don't realize 
at the moment how much that impact of that sentence is going to have that these clowns so he's basically calling the young the 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 murderer a clown obviously because he was a clown but he's also he also said in his speech about the citizens of Gotham the 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 lower right the 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 not wealthy the not well established the 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 underbelly of Gotham or whatever you want to call it as clowns right not people so this starts this uprise of all these protesters and all these people saying these guys were assholes and they tried to rape this girl because remember she's still the witness and you know this clown is a, a beacon of hope and you know whatever mind you like I said the fucking Joker is the narrator of this movie so a lot of this movie is fucking left up to the imagination because you can't trust the narrator there's things in this movie like he goes back to the girl that was on an elevator they have this whole romance but in reality they really didn't it was all in his head and he ends up in her apartment and um for the longest you know for the longest time i thought because he walked out she asked him to leave and he walked out for the longest time I thought he killed her. He had to kill her. But I read something with the uh, the cinematographer and also the director, um, Todd Phillips, that he didn't kill her. He just left. What happened was he only killed people who wronged him, right? Because in his head, he's the... Uh, Gotham's white knight, basically. He's Gotham's savior. Gotham's hero. Right? This is all, you know, pre-Batman. This is before Batman. Bruce Wayne is still a little kid. So, you know, before, before, fast, you know, let's take it back a, a, a tick. Um, he's still in this delusion with the girl, right? I'm doing this all in one shot. I'm not restarting this. Um, he's still in a delusion with the girl. The girl comes to his house in his head and he tells her, listen, I'm a comedian. Why don't you come to one of my shows? And she's like, okay, I like that. I can do that. So just let me know when. So he goes, right? He goes to the, he does the stand up and she's there. Right, she's there. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. Um, and he kills. Right? Wrong. He doesn't. He bombs. Bad. But in his head, he kills. So anyway, so he leaves, and there's people wearing clown masks, and he's walking home, and he stops at a newsstand, and he sees this article about, you know this killer clown and you know is he a menace or is he a hope basically like batman right it's like foreshadow um symbolism and whatnot um but you start to see that all these things aren't adding up why is this person why why is she with him why you know maybe things are looking up maybe things aren't looking up is it crazy is he this really happening, this, that, you know, whatever. It's it's like from beginning to end, you're locked in. And uh, 
So somebody filmed him at the the stand-up place, right? And he was on that same talk show that he fantasized about. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. He made fun of him. You know, he joked about him and, you know, whatever. So they got such a response from this clip that they called Arthur and asked him if he would be on, if he would come on to the show. He said, sure, that'd be great. You guys want me. This is real. Um, so cops come question him about, you know, where he was that night, that he was a clown and, you know, they know he had a gun and, you know, whatever, whatever, right? So a couple days later, the cops go back, talk to his mother. His mother basically has a nervous breakdown and she winds up in the hospital. She's been telling him about something with Thomas Wayne, something with Thomas Wayne. I know I'm digressing, but it's a lot to, to talk about. Um, something with Thomas Wayne, this time the third, and he gets a letter, right? And he looks at the letter and it's basically uh, saying and referring to him as Thomas Wayne's son. Uh, this is your son, you know, this is, you know, he needs help, you know, we live in terrible conditions, and this, that, and the third, so you're like, holy shit, Joker is Batman's brother, like, Batman's half-brother, that's insane, right, so, he winds up finding Thomas Wayne at, uh, I think it was a benefits dinner. Uh, there was clowns there. Some commotions took place, and uh, the guards got preoccupied, and he snuck in the side. So he he went to the bathroom, and he found Thomas Wayne, and he asked him, and, and Thomas Wayne is basically a dick, right? And he told him, "Listen, your mother's fucking crazy. You're not my son. You were adopted. You know." basically, you know, whatever, and he's like, you're, you know, you, you came to my house, you touched my son, don't ever fucking touch my son, you touch my son again, I'll fucking kill you, right, so, punch him in the face, he goes home, he's freaking out, he goes to his mom's house, or to the hospital, to his mom's room, and he fucking smothers her, right, then, he goes home, He's fucking fully morphing into the Joker now. And these guys come by. Uh, the guy that gave him the gun. And this other this other guy he worked with. Um, so he was telling him, listen, I know it's too bad. It sucks that you got fired. And, you know, I, I, I feel sorry. And I, it's, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. And I'm sorry for your loss. And you know, whatever, whatever, and he's just like, he's wearing no shirt, this guy is super thin, and 
he got his arms in the doorway from door to door and he's leaning forward and just the way he's tilting his head and looking at this guy, you know something ain't right. So he walks up to the guy and he's like, yeah, it's okay. And then he takes a pair of scissors out of his back pocket and fucking stabs the guy and stabs the guy and stabs the guy. And then he starts smashing the dude's head against the wall. Then he looks at the other guy, the short guy. He's short, by the way. He's a midget or a dwarf. Um, And he tells him he can go. And he goes to go to the door and the chain's on the top of the door. And he's trying to jump and reach for the door. And he looks back and he's like, Arthur. And, you know, Arthur's sitting on the floor covered in blood. And he looks at him and he's like, I'm sorry. Walks over, unlocks the door. And he looks at him, and he was like, you were always nice to me. Gave him a kiss on the top of his head and let him on his way. And then he got dressed and ready to go to the show, right? So he gets to the show. He's in the back, and uh, he's dressed just like the Joker, just like they show him on the trailer, just like they show him on the poster. Um... The guys, one of the guys, I guess, um, De Niro's uh, manager or handler or whatever, uh, looks at him and he's like, there's no fucking way this is going to work. Like, do you see the protest? Do you see this, that? And he's like, no, 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 no. I think it's good. I think it's good. I think this could work. I think uh, the fact that he's expressing himself in this artistic way is a good idea. I think it'll work. I think it'll work. So he's like, okay. Um... So before De Niro walks away, uh, Arthur goes, hey, excuse me, um, can you introduce me as the Joker? And he was like, Joker. He was like, yeah, that's uh, the night you played my clip and uh, you called me a Joker. So I kind of want to run with that. And he was like, okay, kid, whatever. It sounds good. If, that, if, if you want it to be Joker, Joker it is. So they introduce him as a joker. He makes his grand scheme, you know, grand entrance. You know, he's dancing, pointing at the crowd. He's eating it up. He's, he, you know, kisses this older lady that was there, which was the, the previous guest. And he sits down and um, the interview starts. And he's like, you know, it's fucked up. You know, what happened with those guys? And, you know, I, I, you know, what's your take on it? He was like, I think they deserved it. And he just goes into this fucking rant and he ends up admitting he's the one who killed the guys. And they're like, what? And he was like, yeah, I killed them. I shot them dead, all three of them. And it just keeps going and going and going and going. And it's like... This buildup, like this, this, this tea kettle's about to fucking burst, and he asked about a joke. He's like, "Oh, you want me to tell you a joke? I can tell you a joke. Let me tell you a joke, okay?" Knock, knock, and he's like, "Who's there?" He said the joke, and he said, "You didn't invite me here to. You didn't invite me here because you thought I was interesting. You invited me here because you you wanted to make fun of me." you're a terrible, terrible person, and De Niro's like, what, why am I terrible, and then, you know, he said what he said, um, 
It's such a buildup. And then it comes to a head by him pulling his fucking gun out and shooting De Niro right in the fucking head. Brains go out. And, you know, back then, this is set in like the 80s. Back then, they didn't have the delayed for live TV. Like, it was live. Live is live. There was no way to cut that out. So everyone across Gotham saw this guy get killed on his show. Uh, cops end up coming, getting him, taking him out. Fucking, uh, they put him in a squad car. He's driving. And uh, as they're going, he's seeing all these people with clown masks. And they see him in the back seat, and he's just leaning with his head up against the window, just looking. And they all notice that he's the guy. He's the guy that started this. He's the guy that stood up for the unwanted in Gotham. He's the guy who took out the fucking, you know... He basically grabbed the boot by the bootstraps and dropped the motherfucker to the ground and stood above them and put the same boot against their throat, basically. So, as they're driving, the car gets hit by an ambulance. These clowns jump out the ambulance. They pull Arthur out, put him on the hood of the truck. Then they cut to a scene that is the outside of a movie theater that says Zorro and the Gay Blade. And... You just know, if you're a fan of Batman, what's about to fucking go down. So I went to see this with my sister, right? And I'm like, a little fucking kid. I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. The setup for that was so perfect. I didn't think of that, right? So I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, you know what's about to happen? She's like, no, 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 no. This can't be happening. Right? So I was like, yo. And they show Thomas and Martha Wayne walking out with a young Bruce Wayne. And they go down the alley, and this guy just fucking comes around and shoots him dead. Bruce is left there with his dead parents, thus starting the long journey to him becoming Batman. And it was all caused because of the Joker. It was all the domino effect. And the Joker gets out of the, you know, he wakes up on the hood of the car. He sees everybody. He comes to. He's looking down. Sees everybody standing by him, telling him to get up, get up, get up. He finally has the recognition he's been looking for. He stands on top of the hood. He lets out a laugh, a little bit of a dance, looks around, feels the blood coming from his lips. He sticks his fingers in his mouth and creates the Joker smile with his own fucking blood. And then cut to him in fucking Arkham being interviewed by a therapist and he pictures Batman well Bruce sitting there with his parents lifeless and he chuckles takes a drag of a cigarette his therapist asks him what's funny and he said oh I just thought of a joke she said well, what is it, Arthur? Tell me. And he's like, "No, you wouldn't get it." And they cut to the hallway. They cut to her screaming. You hear her scream. 
he runs out as he's running out he's leaving red footprints where he's running and the movie basically ends there's so much there's so much in that movie that may be real may not be real like did he actually get out of the car and stand there with the crowd and do the bloody smile or was this all in his head or was this him telling a story to the therapist the whole time just throw her off the tracks like he made it all up it's fucking crazy um I really don't know what else to say but the movie is fucking crazy I want to get it as soon as it comes out I want to rewatch it um think you guys should check it out and let me know what you guys think and uh yeah i'm gonna leave it at that but go fucking check out the movie it's definitely worth it um i'll talk to you guys next week later